Hello, everyone. Kent Maddox here. Welcome to our Freedom Podcast. I'm here with Beverly, Sister Beverly. Sister Beverly. I know. If you guys watch that Facebook Live, you know exactly what he's talking about. We got a lot of comments about that. Somebody said we look like brothers and sisters. A lot of people keep saying that we look like brothers and sisters, so it's okay. We're brothers and sisters in the Lord. Uh, As we were reminded, we are. Definitely that. So We're excited you guys tuned in today. Uh, we're going to share another truth with you today from my time with Pastor Benny Hinn. We're releasing a brand new project coming up. Uh, right now, we've just titled it The Seven Lessons I Learned from Pastor Benny Hinn, Our Spiritual Father. Uh, if you'd like to know more information about that, you can go to lifeoffreedom.site. We'll be talking a little bit more about that today, and you can find out how you can pre-order the book if you'd like. It's exciting. There's going to have pictures in it and uh of our time together, and also some of the highlights here, or I'm looking up on the uh, uh, manuscript that we've got going, or the Word of God, how much He loves the Word of God. We're going to talk about that today, boldness, the power of the Holy Spirit, the supernatural, and secrets, if you will, to unlock these things in our lives. So we're pretty excited about that project. It's so funny. As you were saying that, you were talking about him being your rabbi. I saw like a spiritual sensei, and he's <laughs> he's imparting the word of God, and he's saying, grasshopper. <laughs> <laughs> if you follow these, if you just will Take do this. Take the pebble out of my just, hand. It, and you know what? I don't think we've ever gotten it. I mean, it's like he's just too fast. He's too sharp. He is. He truly is. But I saw like a spiritual sensei. It was really it was something. We've just finished up uh, our District 4 meeting in all in Alabama as we continue to worship through the state. If you'd like to know more information about Transform Alabama and what's happening here in all in Alabama, you can go to allinalabama.org. We'll be going to District 5 coming up soon, so you've got more information you can find out that there at the website. Beverly, people are bragging on your poetry, and they love hearing your poetry. We're going to release this poetry soon. We've just had so many projects in the works, but uh, people are asking for it. I want to get a hold of copies of it, so we'll be telling you more about that. But uh, thank you for this powerful poetry. And so uh, you got one for us today, I hope. I do. Today is searching, and it seems that the Lord just keeps aligning these. I didn't realize how prophetic they were when I was writing them, and I actually thought I was in a really happy place, but some of them are a little dark. But I realized they truly are prophetic poems. And I'm not actually a poet, but I have written uh, really copious, and I mean like and like exhaustive and really deep poems and I love them I don't really read a lot of poetry um, I have some favorite poets but um, I read my own poetry and it really has has touched me deeply actually it, it's a very emotional experience and I think it's impacting people the same way well it's been touching me and <clears throat> our comments a lot of people have been touched by it so well that's it's really been remarkable because I usually just give these away as gifts at you know Christmas or birthdays and so um, I'm very thankful for that but this is entitled Searching. Emotional cease and desist. Deante hard to resist. Searching still growing. This is worth knowing. Deceptive distorted view. Radical philosophy seeping in. Soul's window wide open. There's something to hope in. Are the scars starting to show? Control your focus. Keep your flow. Become what you believe. You are who you perceive. Wow. Powerful. It's so much our conversation. I mean, we we had the best time last night. I've I've been introducing Kent gradually to quantum mechanics and quantum physics over the past few years. I'm completely intrigued by all of the concepts. And um, you found a remarkable book yesterday, U Squared. 
Yeah, it's it's incredible. By Pritchett is his last, last name. Uh, it's uh, he's a, a psychologist in Dallas, Texas. Has written this book. It's very powerful. U squared. Yes, it's it's awesome. Well, several years ago, I discovered um, Joseph Campbell, and um, I had written a book. Uh, probably we published it in 2014 shift happens and little did I know honestly I didn't take any philosophy courses in college until much later Um, and so by the time I had taken a philosophy course I had no idea who Joseph Campbell was when I wrote this book and I was so intrigued by his concept of the hero's journey and so uh, that led me to researching more and more of course about physics and quantum mechanics and so Kent has sat through a couple of lectures with me <laughs> but last night I it's it's like when you um you teach a curriculum and you've taught it for years and you watch your students just as they really do catch a concept Kent realized I think by the second chapter of this book that he was literally describing his own hero's journey mm-hmm. and it was quite the moment and that brings us right to Pastor Benny because Pastor Benny is one of my heroes in life, and uh, we've watched him grow into the man of God that he is. He already had a profound and strong anointing and ministry by the time that we met him, but he was only 34 years old. And even though he had been at it for over a decade at that point— he literally has just grown into a phenomenon. I mean, he's he's iconic. And um, I love how all of this aligns and how all of our conversation aligns because we're at that part in our story now that um, as much of an adventure as it was when we first started, there came that, that time in both of our lives, especially after you had been on the road for maybe – the first five years. I mean, the first year was difficult, but we endured it. But then 10 years gone, 250 days out of the year, that there comes a time when you're being faithful. Uh, we had a wonderful adventure. We did learn a great many spiritual principles that have served us so well in what God has called us to do. However, there did come that time when when it was completely a faith walk. We just had to trust God. I mean, you know, 10 years is a very long time. Yes. And, um, you know, I, I felt privileged, honored, blessed, favored that we were able to participate in any small way. But the truth is you were a, a key component in making that happen. He really counted on you and a beautiful friendship grew out of that. And that flow continues to this day. Well, that's true. And, uh, you know, I've said, I think I, I mentioned in the book, too, about, you know, your part in that, how faithful you were to uh, raise the children and, and keep the home fires burning and do all the other stuff in ministry as well as that with us traveling. And so we did it together. And I'm very thankful for you and all the journey we had there together. And I was thinking about the quantum physics and the quantum leaps. You know, uh, we've experienced that we have. Uh, with Pastor Benny. Uh, we truly uh, have. You know, watching him experience quantum leaps. Yes. I mean, he went from literally pastoring a church center, of course, a great church, a massive church, but he went from there to literally in a matter of just a couple of months because of a radical risk and obedience. He's fearless. To, to literally, to this day, to fill in stadiums fearless. of 30 and 40,000 in yes. soccer arenas around the world from 100 to 500,000 people 
being touched by the power well, of the move of the Holy Spirit. I think, and I wasn't able to attend this crusade, but I believe it was in India, a million people. Million, they say two million, yes, maybe. About, was, about, you know, it gets to a point it's hard to count, I'm sure. But yeah. uh, uh, I know how, I, I was in the meeting. I can tell you how big it was. They had uh, just uh, in in physics, or they had the sound. Uh, they had to have so many repeaters throughout the. It was at a. It was on a runway at an airport. If you can imagine I how remember. big a meeting that yeah. is, and the the crowd was so large that literally uh, by the time the speaker systems that were set up so you could hear, by the time the back crowd heard, it was a three or four second delay yep. in sound. That's how far it was, and how many uh, uh, different systems had to go through to get there. But yes, and you know we. We do believe that God can, in, it seems like there's something about quantum physics or quantum leaps, we'll call it, which is basically my understanding is something that happens radically, suddenly, uh, exponentially. With, they can't without ex- limits. Without limits. Yes. And you can't really explain that it, you just, it's basically you step over many steps to get to somewhere. That's exactly right. What's interesting is it normally comes without effort. Uh, it just comes by surrender, obedience, or radical uh, uh, willingness to say yes to something that's already that's there. That's the key. It's the radical willingness. And we grew up under that anointing. And honestly, you you have your own, I, I will never forget this, when Kent and I first started dating, and, you know, just as, as you do when you're getting to know someone, to this very moment, it is one of my favorite memories, and he was so earnest. And, I mean, Ken and I have been together for a very long time, and he was a, a young man. I think you were 21 years old when you said this to me. He said, I want to be so significant and successful that, and, of course, this was before technology. He said, I want my executive assistant to sit in a chair by the bed while I sleep in case I wake up in the middle of the night and have a brilliant entrepreneurial concept. I don't want to forget it. I want to be able to shout it out and have someone write it down for me. That was the first thing. I was completely captivated and intrigued. I mean, and I was a business person. I had already launched my own business. I was a caterer. I was passionate about what I was doing. I loved it. This is the second thing. And for those of you who remember the cartoon, The Jetsons, Kent wanted, once he was significant and successful, the (laughs) same executive assistant he wanted installed in his home. The conveyor belt that the Jetsons rolled out of bed onto that brushed your teeth, fed you breakfast, got you dressed, and put you in your car. This, these were his goals when he was 21 years old. And it was our dog, Elroy. <laughs> So for all those folks that know nothing about that old school Jetson oh, cartoon, you have that was to the, watch the Jetsons. That was their dog name was Elroy. Well, they were living in an age of technology that had not even been implemented yet. So whom, whoever had the concept for the Jetsons, they were way ahead of their time. And so I will never forget that as long as I live. And so when these two men, two young men, Pastor Benny was 34, Kent was 25, when these two forces collided, much like what is happening in physics now, I mean, they're imploding atoms to create realms. And so all of that is taking place even as we speak. It's almost as if a a new paradigm 
really was created, yes. not just in your life, but in his life as well. And so for well, in my life, it was like I had never been around something that was that that big, right? That explosive, and that kind of vision being powered by the engine of the Holy Spirit. So right. not not a natural. Natural. I mean, I'd been in natural business and that type of stuff, but so the, you take the supernatural plus the vastness of it and the vision that uh, Pastor Benny had, you know, to basically bring the power of God to the world. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, not just to a city, but, right. but, but to, not the, to, a state. to the world. And then to be able to be a part of being able to take his vision, being powered by the supernatural and then help facilitate that was right in my wheelhouse because I just really love to, you know, to put the nuts and bolts together to, to, to make it work. And so it was a blast 10 years of just absolute, um, miraculous happenings. Well, and, and I think we've talked about this on the podcast. I, I think we mentioned it in one of the earlier segments about the book. Pastor Benny is really just so ahead of the curve with technology. I mean, he was talking much like whomever created the Jetsons. He was talking about all of the technology that was coming way back in the mid 80s. He was prophesying it. And so every bit of technology that he was afforded to utilize, I mean, from the sound equipment, from uh, putting all of the, you guys used to edit all of the different crusades on the way back. So these that we little can, high, high, what do you call them? High eight, you know, high eight little high eight tape machines. They were, they were like, that was blazing technology. Oh, it was blazing. I'm looking at our tech guys here like that was blazing technology back then. These little high eight video players, we thought we were something. And you were, and you were doing all of that, but my heart in it is is he was such a forward thinker and i believe that um his encounter with holy spirit because he's he's brilliant i mean he has yes, such he a fine mind and i mean he can converse about anything and his gift truly has brought him before kings i mean and leaders uh world leaders and just by sheer virtue of just the relationship your gift also brought you into the same presences and it just was an amazing encounter all the way around but he was so prepared for it i've never seen him nervous about meeting anyone or you know how i still like when i'm going to speak publicly i still get butterflies in my stomach even if it's just a brief little moment but he always was so confident and so prepared and that supernatural aspect of it just created an atmosphere for boldness well but in every situation so two things come to my mind when you're talking about that and and i and i i don't know if i've mentioned these i think i mentioned them in the book uh but uh you know just his willingness to to just go for it at any opportunity. We were in Nicaragua, and uh, he and I like to rehearse this story together because it was so wild. And there was Daniel Daniel Ortega there, yes, uh, which was in most of you know the history of him and his life. You've got pictures of that. I visit. do, uh huh. And we were we were there. His wife, Daniel Ortega's wife, had had a dream of two white horses on their back legs looking at each other, was riding downtown uh, the capital of Nicaragua, saw that picture she'd had in the dream, which was TBN's yep, logo, Trinity Broadcasting logo. Network's logo. That's right. Walks in. She gets saved, born again. She finds out Pastor Benny's coming to Nicaragua for a crusade. Somehow she gets in touch with us, and we wind up in their house, uh, Pastor Benny praying for Danielle Ortega uh, with a heart condition. And just the power of God you know, falling right there, just staggering. So you got that level. Then on another level, you've got uh, 
my parents and my family live here in Alabama in a small town. And uh, uh, Pastor Benny had been after me saying, I want some Southern food. You know, I want to eat some real. I've never been to a real Southern food. And by that, you know, he meant fried chicken, cornbread, pinto beans, turnip greens, biscuits. you know, biscuits. That's like real Southern food. So I said, Kim's all right. Sister Brenda says, I'll make him cat head. Yeah, I said, I'll see if I can arrange that. And so I called my family. I said, look, we're traveling. We're going to fly in. Uh, if you could pick us up at the airport. Uh, I'm going to bring him to the farm, my family's farm, and I want you to feed him a big uh, meal. So they said, great. So they called and said, hey, you know, could a few friends come over just to meet Pastor Benny? I said, I asked Pastor Benny. He said, sure, no sure. problem. And so we show up in a little place called Ashland, Alabama, population 1,100, I think, maybe, or less, 700. I don't know. Uh, we We show up. And a few friends, word had got out, a few friends coming over to my mom and dad's house turned into 700 people at the farmer's market. Yes, it did. And so we roll in, Benny's in his jeans, and 700 people at the farmer's market. I'm like, Lord have mercy. Practically the whole county. I word mean, honestly, the, everybody showed up. The whole little city showed up. He didn't miss a beat. He got right up in front of the, from at the farmer's market, started preaching about Jesus, started worshiping the Lord, and the Holy Spirit fell. Yes. People got healed. People got delivered. It was fantastic at the farmer's market in Clay County, Alabama. And so this this life we lived with him was just it, to see the natural side of him, the spiritual side of him, to be part of God's journey in his life was, was powerful. So we learned some powerful spiritual truths that I wanted to make sure a generation didn't miss because these are powerful spiritual truths that I learned from him that I believe need to be passed on to generations to come to move in the supernatural power of the Holy Spirit. So if you've just tuned in, we're talking about a project we're working on with Pastor Benny writing a book about the truths that we learned from him as we served him for a decade in the amazing, uh, amazing, amazing ministry that he's had now uh, for decades. Uh, but we're also we're talking about quantum leaps in quantum physics, you know, this idea of something exponential. I feel in my spirit that something God is ready to do something in all of our lives in an exponential manner. There, there are going to be amazing quantum leaps in your lives in this season, family, restoration, business, ministry. And I hadn't thought about this till Bev brought started. We started sharing about this today. Uh, I guess the most profound quantum leap I've experienced was we'd served Pastor Benny for ten years. Um, felt like we were faithful as we could be. Obviously, he thought we were faithful to him, and really thought that we were going to be in ministry with him for the rest yeah, of our lives. Yeah, I was good with we that. We honestly didn't. There, there was no plan B for us. We, we were still after ten years, just amazed that God had allowed. Kent introduced himself the first time he ever really had a conversation with Pastor Benny when he was saying, "You know, I think you're supposed to be on staff here." You're like, you don't have a clue of who I am or where I've been or or. I, I've never been to seminary. I don't read the Bible. I mean, I, you don't know me. And he said, well, we'll see. Said the Lord knows. That's right. And he, we, uh, you know, so I was in South Africa, actually, on a crusade with Pastor Benny and woke up at six o'clock in the morning. And the Lord said to me, the next 10 years, you'll travel the whole earth. Isn't that something like yes. not not you'll go to, you know, here or there. You'll travel the whole earth. Your family will be by your side and your strength won't fail you. And I knew the Lord had spoken to me that he was about to do something significant in our lives. And so I went to Pastor Benny with this, told him what I felt like the Lord had said. Uh, some circumstances also surrounded it. And he was so gracious. He said, look, Kent, you've, you and Beverly have been nothing but faithful to me, helped me, 
blessed my life, my ministry. I want to make sure you don't struggle. And so he said, what I'd like to do is I'd like to, uh, you just keep working for me one week in a month. I'll book you in the biggest churches before and after the crusades. I'll give you a full staff, full, full salary. And you just work one week in a month for me. And then the rest of the time we'll build you a ministry. And then over time, to say a year or two, you can just step over from my ministry into a ministry that we've, you know, together built for you and you won't struggle. And of course, how gracious is that? And I was I was excited about it. And Jehovah Jireh, my provider. You know what better better launch and sending could you ask for? I mean, there was you know no risk involved. He was going to pay our salary and help us get going and back us and promote us. And uh, and so you know you look back on these things and you realize what God was planning. uh, Because if I understand this quantum situation, you know. The, the opposite of that is just steady growth here a bit, there a bit, just common sense type stuff. But when quantum things take place, it's almost like an uncommon sense. It's like you start trusting things that you can't see. You go on instinct. You go on unction. You go on You go on a, a revelation that you feel like God has said something to you that you can't tangibly put your hand on it yet. And when you do these things and and take a leap of faith, a leap of faith is not some, you know, um, a foolishness. It's it's believing that something actually is 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 releasing something in you that you're that you have some sense of a, a surety of, but you just can't see it or lay your hand on well, it. What's remarkable to me is how much the Bible really incorporates quantum physics. And and this is exactly what you're saying. Romans 1, 19 through 20. For what can be known about God is plain to them because God has shown it to them for his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world in the things that have been made. Wow. There you go. There's <laughs> That's the it. quantum thought. But when you really are looking for it, the, that, the Bible expresses it from the very first scripture about creation that is all about quantum physics well it happened for us so i go to ben uh, he was very gracious i came back i tell bev i'm excited i go to prayer and the lord said these words do you want me to build a ministry or do you want benny to build a ministry and he gave me the scripture that says moses left egypt not fearing the wrath of the king seeing him who was invisible right the quantum leap that's exactly right and i knew the lord was talking to us i didn't know that language then to take a leap a quantum leap into something that God had for us or that was already in us. And so I uh, had to go back to Pastor Benny and just be so thankful, but uh, also say, I just can't. God has spoken to us. We've just got to go take a quantum leap of faith. He and just that, could not believe yes, it. Yes, and uh, uh, it was just, a, it was just a, you know, it was what it was. It was just we, we knew that there was something going to transpire. And so basically Beverly and I had, uh, back then we had no technology, so we had an answer machine, the telephone, and a popcorn tin uh, that we got for Christmas and ate all the popcorn out of. We put our stuff on that, and that, that was, was our, our first office. office. And I told the Lord, I know thousands of pastors. I got, I got, have a Rolodex full of pastors from Pastor Benny's ministry. I can call. I could write letters. But obviously, you're wanting to do something different. You said we were going to travel the whole earth. And so uh, we just knew that we were not to try to try harder or work harder. We were just to surrender and trust God. Well, that's what we did. And uh, did you know that uh, we were sitting there, I don't know how many days where we get up and have coffee and look at, look at that phone. I didn't advertise nothing. Just we got a new number with that phone. And uh, the next thing you know, somebody found our number. It was a pastor from North Carolina called and said, 
you know, do you guys ever get to go out and preach from Benny's ministry? I said, actually, that's what we're doing now. And invite us to come preach at his church. That started something within the first year. I mean, we got calls from around the world. world. That very first year, we physically circled the entire earth. The entire globe. Physically. We sure did. Circled the entire earth preaching the gospel. It was the wildest time. It was a quantum leap. God just exploded something in our lives that he had planned planned for us from the foundations of the world, but it took a leap of faith to step into that. And so I just want to encourage you today. We talk about so much of this in the book. I think it'll be a blessing to you. It's been a blessing. uh, If it doesn't bless you, it blessed me getting to write it and Bev. It's just been a blessing to honor Pastor Benny, to tell you uh, how honorable we think he is, how powerful a man of God he is, but then also to share these truths with you. If you'd like to help us by pre-ordering the book, you can go to lifeoffreedom.site. Uh, to find out more about this book that's coming out there. You have already have pictures and videos uh, of Pastor Benny and myself. But I just want Beverly to pray for us in a moment. I just really feel something mm-hmm. about folks that are at a place that they're that they're they're ready for something to happen like this quantum leap of something just to ignite maybe you're stuck maybe you just feel like and being stuck sometimes not bad sometimes stuck's just normal but you just think god's wanting to do something other than normal there's an exponential acceleration that you feel god may be wanting to bring about in your life spiritually financially relationally business-wise it doesn't matter it works in every arena uh and so you there, there's truths that God wants to release and anointing, I believe, right now for people that are watching, listening, saying, you know what, I just feel in my spirit I'm supposed to take this leap uh, in this season. And we just want to pray uh, and and believe God, uh, believe God for you and with you today. Amen. Amen. Father, we come before you and we welcome you, Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, just come and mm. seal our time with you. Lord, anoint us with fresh oil and anoint us for change. Heraclitus, way back, a philosopher who understood that change is the only constant, but not everyone deals with change in the same way. They don't embrace it. But Father, as we move from our uh, knowns to our unknowns through the chaotic into the creative, I ask you that you bless us with an understanding that you are truly that unseen hand who is guiding us. When we are seeking you, you are never going to leave us. You're never going to disappoint us. We may not get all of the prayers answered in the way or in the timing we thought that they should be. But Father, just remind us that you're with us, guiding us, walking with us as we take those leaps of faith because, you know, faith without works is dead. Mm. And we look forward to this next opportunity to take these leaps, these limitless journeys that you have anointed and appointed your people for as we're breaking out of molds and we're breaking out of different religious structures Mm. and systems that have no life in them and that we are really embracing the new and moving into the creative force of God, just like when you breathed into the atmosphere and you created and the earth was formed and the void was filled. Lord, I ask you right now for the anointing that destroys the yoke of bondage to break all preconceptions and all preconceived ideas, all stereotypes, all archetypes, all judgment and condemnation, all religiosity, all pharisaical spirits, Lord God Almighty. I ask you right now that you just come and stand with us. Father, as intercessors have been praying this move of God, this reformation that is coming, Lord, just 
encourage those who are hearing you clearly to stand in. We're all standing in the gap. That's what intercession means. It means that we're standing in proxy for someone who needs prayer, who doesn't know how to reach you. So, Father, I thank you that you're rearranging all of our normals and all of our unknowns, and you're bringing them into the known, and you're creating something beautiful with a force and an understanding, Father God, that we really and truly may not know all of the steps to, but you know what? It's okay to be a step skipper. It's okay to have a revelation. It's okay to have a download of a new business model or a new relationship model or a new friendship model. Whatever it is, where whatever area in your life that you're asking God and that has become a struggle, I ask right now that the struggle ceases and desist. And you're not wrestling with flesh and blood. You're wrestling with principalities and powers and darkness in high places. So, Father, we've, we've wrestled, and now the struggle is yours. We uh, have come into agreement with you. We have aligned with you. We've been empowered mm. by you. Now we want our assignments, and we want to go forward, and we want to take those huge quantum leaps that please you, that we're bold and fearless, and that we are trusting in you by faith. You are the anchor of our hope, the anchor of our souls. So so Lord, anoint us afresh for all of the great adventures that are ahead. And I ask this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. What a powerful what? prayer. That's beautiful. I love that. As you and, and it's just he it's just this room always fills. I mean, just there's just such a presence of God in here. I mean, I can't tell you, and I'm praying it just goes forward throughout I the I feel airways. it moving. Uh, when you were praying, I was thinking about this uh, this book I'm reading, uh, U Squared, which talks about a fly that's trying to get out of a, a, a room and just keeps flapping its wings, butting its head against this glass until it basically just dies there. And when all it had to do was literally, it says, take a... 10-foot detour, detour, free journey because the door was already open and just go and go right where he wanted to go. And I feel like that's what's happening. Like some people that are listening and watching, you know, just been beating your head against something, trying to get through. And God's saying, just pause a minute because I've got a way. I've got a way that's already prepared and I'm going to let you leap into a new place and a new season uh, so that you can find these blessings. Well, and I've kind of embraced the adage of just let it go and let it flow. There are so many things that we can be anxious and fearful about uh, everything is changing and I think that it's it's really difficult for a great many people and I'm just encouraging you just embrace it and there are some things that we're not supposed to be holding on to there are some things we're supposed to really just let go and truly I don't want to sound corny but let God I mean Kent and I really live Hmm. our lives and we've we've always really practice this there are just some things that are too big for us and we have to just put those right at the altar and we've we've prayed diligently that that Jesus, our paraclete, our litigator, we've sent petitions before the throne room and the courtrooms of heaven because we don't we don't know how to do it on our own. And there are just answers that perhaps we're not meant to have in this season and time. Leave the outcome with him. That's exactly right. And so we take all of the pressure off of ourselves and we place it on the altar. And it has served us well. It truly has. I don't know that we would have been able to continue to take these quantum leaps of faith if we weren't trusting by faith in God. Amen. Amen. Beautiful. We've enjoyed our time. Hope you have. Once again, if you'd like to know more about this new project we're about to release, you can go to lifeoffreedom.site. Find out more about this book with Pastor Benny Hinn. Uh, Videos, uh, already some pictures and stuff there. 
Uh, you can go to wordalive.org to find out more about Word Alive International Outreach and, of course, all in Alabama for our statewide movement of Transform Alabama. Thank you for tuning in. Be blessed, and we'll see you again next time. Take that leap of faith.
All right, brothers and sisters. His joy is my strength. Most joyous month. Celebrate God's victory over evil. Communicate like Esther. Oh, this is this Purim. is Purim. What the enemy meant for evil, God turned around for good. Mm-hmm. Hello, Kenton Beverly Maddox here with you on our Freedom Podcast. We're excited to spend some moments with you today, and we're going to be discussing the power of alignment with the month of Adar. And so our assignment today is to help you step into the blessings of this brand new biblical month of Adar. So we're going to be talking about that. So stay tuned for that. Beverly, having a great day. Yeah, it's been a really a restful morning. We actually embraced a Sabbath this weekend. I've learned something about having a real Sabbath. Your body really wants more. If it gets <laughs> that signal that you're going to relax and really take a minute, it's like, could we have just one more? <laughs> just one more. And before you know it, you've fallen back asleep and you're having a really good middle of the day nap. I like that. I like Sabbath. We are trying to buy into our the principle of Sabbath. We know it's a reality, but our culture fights against it. And so part of our uh, mandate to bring transformation is to teach on alignment. In our transformation workbook, of course, it's uh, based on identity, alignment, empowerment, and assignment. And the section on alignment, we actually have a small book available now just on alignment. Uh, you can get that at lifeoffreedom.site. Uh, lifeoffreedom.site, and that helps you understand the biblical concept of aligning with heaven's patterns, heaven's intentions. And so, Lord, it took us a long time to realize that heaven had an intentional plan and the constellations are speaking to us each and every month about what we should be doing and what we should be, be believing for. We preached and talked. We're not talking about your monthly horoscope. Just no. We just have, I feel it, it's important to clarify that because this is God's calendar, God's appointed times. And yes, I believe it might have been uh, appropriated. It was cultural appropriations. That, that's exactly what happened. Psalm 119 <laughs> says the heavens declare the glory that's of right. God uh, and reveal his glory. So the heavens belong to God. We had two teachings. You can go to wordalive.org and find these teachings, one on the power of priority, that gives you a, a deeper understanding of kind of what we're talking about today. Also, uh, this is the time we offer first fruits offerings each and every month to the Lord. And there's a powerful teaching that we did here beginning 2023, money, money, money. And it's basically God's biblical concept of how to create wealth. And so these teachings will help you. They're free of charge, of course, on our website. So check those out. Beverly, uh, we enjoy your poetry each and every time we get together. And so what you got for us today? Okay, so I'm reading out of the trilogy Perspectives. Perspectives, Passion Perspectives, and Possession Perspectives. And uh, we are having a really a lot of great commentary about that. Um, I find them to be incredibly dark and prophetic, even though I wrote them several, several years ago. So this is out of context. Surrounded but still lonely. Sweet remembrance. Keep atoning. Whispers of cooperation validating. Truth or logic not indicating. Flawed feelings overtook. Blame shifting not worth a look. Patience and empathy withstanding. Was never promised a soft landing. Keep flying, keep soaring. Have to admit it's never boring. Life stage filled with drama. A quote without a comma. Incomplete but oddly fulfilled. Maneuvering 
takes someone skilled. Twisting, turning, sideways jump. Just another obstacle, not enough, to impede or stop this train. Passion birthed in the crucible of pain. Wow, there's a lot of truth in that poem. Isn't there? Mm-hmm. And I think it would resonate with a lot of people. We've all uh, been reformed. It, we've been talking about a reformation that's coming in the church, but I think there's a reformation happening in the world. And people have been reformed, and everyone has gone through something dark that um, changed them, and they won't go back to being the person that they were. And a lot of times that's the kind of pain that it takes for us to learn to withstand possibly the things that are coming next and to be prepared and to not look back unless you're looking at it as a life lesson and go on and continue the mission. I learned something very interesting over these past few months. Our assignment doesn't have emotions. We have emotions and whatever you let control your emotions controls you. So understand that when you've committed to, uh, a covenant relationship, uh, an assignment, a mission that you're just staying the course and being faithful. And Kent had a, a, a real epiphany probably a few decades ago about that, that long after you stopped having fun, you remained faithful. And then there are still some fun things that come along, but a mission can be hard work. And sometimes, especially when you're building there can be a lot of things. You have to deconstruct sometimes before you can construct. So I think a lot of us have been in a deconstruction stage. But God put us back together, so we've been reformed. Absolutely. And, th- and this is the year of divine recovery as That's well. Right. And so I believe this is the time where we will be reformed and be prepared for what God has for us well, in the days what ahead. What I love about this month, uh, and as we head into Purim, is it is the most joyful month. So it, it's a month to celebrate. It is. So when Bev's mentioning months, we're talking about the month of Adar. And this is uh, the 12th month on the Hebraic calendar. And so it's a very important month as we're winding up and getting ready to step over into Passover again. And uh, so the word Adar actually means strength. Uh, and as Beverly mentioned, it's the Feast of Purim. And if you don't know the story of Purim, it's Esther in the Bible. This is a great time or a great month to read the book of Esther. This is where Esther is called uh, by favor to the king. And basically, in a nutshell, she has favor from God to have favor with the king, winds up marrying the king, and through her favor, being favored by God, she saves the whole nation of Israel. Mm. And it's a very powerful celebration for this nation. And uh, Haman was the uh, bad guy in the scene. That's what all the Jews say, boo, every time you say the word Haman, that had a plot and a plan and strategy. I can't help it. I've been trained. What can I say? It was a plot and a plan and a strategy to uh, literally destroy the nation. And uh, so the whole concept of this (laughs) month is the curse that was released against you has been reversed. And whatever the enemy meant for evil, God will absolutely turn it for good. And so that's what produces the joy that Beverly was talking about this month. There is a joy in realizing that God can turn the tables on the enemy. I love every bit of that. I mean, there's so many good things about this. It's a magnificent month. And it goes on to talk about the tribe of Israel, uh, Naphtali. It's sweetness to me. And I think that that's just what we should be looking for. We should be stirring our own joy because the joy of the Lord truly is our strength. But looking for all of the sweetness, I I think then... uh, 
that all of the things that happen in people's lives, sometimes we just forget how beautiful things really can be and how sweet life really is. And gosh, you woke up this morning. You put your feet on the floor, or you got yourself going. Sometimes I'm my own cheerleader, and it goes like this. <laughs> Get your game on. Let's play. You're, You're an, an all-star. All so uh, I do. It's, still, it's been my mantra for a long time. It may not sound that spiritual to you, but trust me, it works. In this month of Adara, as Bev mentioned, the tribe is Naphtali, and sweetness to me, a time to celebrate that your curse is overturned. The constellation that's in the heavens above us is Pisces, yes. which is the, the fishes. This is the month that we find supply in the hidden world, and there is an identity for us in the invisible world. So this is the, this is the month that we step into a place of faith to be resourced in a new way from the supernatural realm. So this is important this month that we tap into this. We do this by offering our first fruits offering in faith as we do each and every month. Obviously, you can do that here at wordalive.org. You can give online or wherever feeds you. It's not just about us, but wherever feeds you spiritual truth, that's where you offer your first fruits and tap into this hidden world. This is the New Testament concept. When tax season was due That's right. uh, in the New Testament, Jesus sent Peter to catch fish and he found the coin in the fish's mouth. And so there was, there's a supernatural supply in the spirit realm for you and I. And so I just want you to be able to lean into that and realize this is the month to lay hold of your supernatural supply and overturn worry through the release of supply. I just read this morning the scripture, Philippians 4, be anxious for nothing, but in all things through prayer and supplication, let your requests be made known before God, and the peace of God that passes all understanding will cover your heart and mind through Christ Jesus. This is the month to let supply be released from the supernatural realm so that all worry can be overturned. Well, and it's also a month to laugh, which I love. I actually have trained our children. One of the most fun things I've ever done in my life is to teach our kids and our grandkids how to laugh on purpose. Laughter does the heart good like a medicine. That's Proverbs 17, I think, 21 or 22. And it's the truth. Just stir up your own joy by laughing and just finding your joy. Boy, there's always something that you can have a good laugh about, and I could teach you how to do it here, but can't probably get aggravated if I got real loud in here. <laughs> we just all went on a laugh fest, and everybody started, you know, getting the joy of the Lord. And I, I, I have to say this: I can remember years ago we had a friend that, that was really his gift, just causing people to come into the joy of the Lord. And I, for the world, could not get it. I just, I have my own gift of joy, but I couldn't get it in that moment. And finally, years later. He prayed for me, and I got the joy. I was so excited about that. So encourage yourself in the Lord. Practice this month. Find something that you just have a good laugh about. Kent keeps me in stitches all of the time, and literally, I mean stitches like my side hurts, and I'm not going to tell you the rest of the story, but honestly, he is so funny. So I have a, a sort of a built-in comedic uh, act going all of the time, which by the time, by the way, I've written some of that stuff down, and sometime I'll share all of it with you. <laughs> Maybe you could do a set for us on the podcast. Lord have mercy. Oh my gosh, you're so good at it though. This Hebrew letter linked to this month's Kuf, K-U-F. This is the month to remove the masquerade so you can enter into laughter. And so what does that mean? Learn to laugh at yourself. In other words, remove any mask you have been hiding behind so you can enter the true joy of who you actually are. A mask always stops the joy. And so this is that month that you just... 
become vulnerable, vulnerable with yourself and others, and just really enjoy the fact that you can just laugh absolutely out loud at yourself, your own mistakes, your own shortcomings, everything else, because the joy of the Lord is your strength. And in this month, what the enemy will do is he will try to get us to hide behind these masks instead of just becoming vulnerable and letting the Lord do what he wants to do and renew our strength. Well, I think that there's, uh, and we, we teach this all of the time, we really believe in the whole armor of God. And even though that's not really a part of this, standing in your authority is. And I love in Ephesians 6, when you put on all of your armor and you've done all to withstand, then you stand in your authority. And that's what the shield of faith means to me. We lift it high to quench every fiery dart. So go ahead and be proactive about this. Begin to pray into that and begin to stand in your authority. This is the month to do that, to begin to decree and declare that God has good things for you. Your blessings are coming. It's the whole well, year for it's, your blessings it's coming. Two things that you said there, they're actually aligned per- perfectly with this month, and that is this is the month that you will develop your war strategy. That's right. Because this is what happened in Israel with, with, with Purim, with this concept. You develop a war strategy, and don't let the giants produce fear in you and guard yourself from idolatry. Well, and what is so amazing about that, how God brought us into this appointed season and this appointed time, this misappropriation of culture that was meant for us to walk in, for all of humanity to live in under the blessings of God. We we were in the wrong place at, at the wrong time. We were out... Uh, taking a break when we should been we should have been planning war Boring, strategies yes. but we didn't know that but that was one of the very first awakenings and this month is also a month of awakening spiritually and physically and so i think that this is a very important thing that we might want to just elaborate on a little bit because you have to have a strategy going into life things will flow your way and i do believe that the anointing does bring flow there are things you have to let go and then there are things that flow to you how However, it is imperative that you have a strategy. You have a strategy, especially moms. I mean, I have been praying for our kids for so long. I see myself not just as the gatekeeper of our home, but as the gatekeeper of this work and the watchman on the wall. So you have to put together a prayer strategy. And I actually have a great warfare Bible that was gifted to me by, well, actually, I think she gave it to you and I appropriated it from you. Sorry about that, guys. I did. I stole his Bible. But it it works perfectly for me because of the warfare strategies in it. And I think it really is just that season. We need to be really aware because there are giants in the land, but yes. we are not grasshoppers. We are giant slayers. So make sure you put a strategy together for this year beginning now. We are more than able to go in and take the land. This is a month to root out depression and despair, and you can break through into faith. And Amen. so it's a month to break through. So uh, in general, it's the month that's it's the the month of the joy of Adar is what makes this a pregnant month of the year, and uh, seven of the nineteen years in the cycle of the biblical calendar are leap years, which are pregnant with an additional month of Adar. When there are two months of Adar in a calendar year, Purim is celebrated in the second of Adar. Okay, and so just a general synopsis. So number one, here we are. It's a brand new month. And we've taught about this. If you're not familiar with this teaching, you can get a hold of our teaching on alignment, lifeoffreedom.site. There's a small book on alignment. And we teach about God's biblical calendar and how that you can be at the right place at the right time. And this particular month is the month of Adar, which means strength 
and joy. So this is a month that the joy of the Lord literally becomes our strength. This is the tribe Naphtali, which means sweetness to me, a time to celebrate that your curses have been overturned. The constellation is Pisces, the fish, finding supernatural supply in the spirit realm. It's the time that we take off all masks, become vulnerable with ourselves and with the Lord, and develop a war strategy to root out all depression and despair and find breakthroughs in faith. And last but not least, it's the month and the time for decrees that have been set against us to be broken. And so what happened in the story of uh, Purim, the story of Esther, which is the book you need to read this month, we all need to read, it's the decrees that were set against them that had to be broken. And so in the spirit, there are decrees against you and me and Beverly and all of us that are following the Lord from the enemy, decrees trying to stop us, discourage us, and defeat us. Oh, but I have good news. There is therefore no condemnation in Christ Jesus. Right now, we got to pause and just take authority over that because that is true. And if you partner with that, if you partner with words that have been spoken over you and you align. See, this is about alignment. This is what the heart of this message for the month of Adaria is. You have to know who you are aligned with. You have to know what spirits you have invited in or words that have been spoken, word curses. What your, your own words that you've cursed yourself, yourself because you've spoken. Exactly. And we've taught this so powerfully right here that if you have a diagnosis, you can't align with it and start describing it. For example, you can't say that it's it's my fibromyalgia or my lupus or or my whatever your situation is, my gallbladder, which Kent doesn't even have a gallbladder anymore. He took care of that. (laughs) But that was one way of handling it. But my heart of this is just be very careful what you're saying out of your own mouth. The tongue is the smallest member of our body, but it has the power to break spirits and to break bones and to break hearts. So be very careful what you're decreeing and declaring into your atmosphere and if you have you can break the your own words you can stand in for yourself and absolutely renounce especially bitterness anger any kind of abandonment rejection fear hatred fear anxiety depression this is the time it is now and it is nigh unto your own mouth take authority over your own realm and begin to decree and declare you have life and life more abundantly you will live and you you will not die. You will prosper in the land of the living. You're blessed coming in and you're blessed going out. Your bread basket will never be empty. You're blessed in the city and you're blessed in the field. And above all, you are the head and not the tail. Above and not beneath. That's exactly you shall lend right. to nations and you shall not borrow. Oh, come on now. Let's talk my about God that. My God shall supply all my all needs according, my to, his needs according and glory. to his riches and glory. This is what it looks like to align yourself with heaven's purpose. Begin to speak God's promise. Go to the scriptures. Find your situation, your your current circumstances, and speak God's blessings. So if it's a health issue, you go to Isaiah 53. He was wounded for our transgressions, bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we were 
healed. If it's financial situations like Beverly was mentioned, my God shall supply all of our needs according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. Begin to align your decree. Begin to make decrees out loud into the spirit. It's important that you say them out loud into the spirit realm because your words will create an atmosphere that begins to draw those things into into your sphere. And uh, remarkably, this month is number is six, which is the number of man. This is the time to look around you. Look at your relationships. Who's feeding you? Who's giving you life? Who's draining you? Who's pulling things out of you that you just no longer have to give? Now is the time to set your alignments for the rest of the year and understand that we're all maturing in Christ, but you need to be in relationship with people who bring you life, who make your baby jump, that when you see them come in, the joy of the Lord is your portion. You're so excited and happy and you're not overwhelmed and you're not overtaken and you're not looking at it like, oh my gosh, this is more work. This is a joyous time and it's a time for laughter. So surround yourself with people who make you happy, who are gifts to you and that you are a gift to them. And anyone in your life who doesn't meet that criteria to the very best of your ability, at least limit your interactions so that you are really able to continue to just walk in your authority and your fulfillment, your rich fulfillment of what God has for you going into the rest of the year. Amen. So we just released the blessing of Adar into your life. Now, the way we align is we offer a first fruits offering. And so uh, we have a teaching about that, but it's just the first. Pick up first and best of what you have. Offer that to the Lord. You can do that right here. Uh, you can do it at lifeoffreedom.site or wordalive.org or any place you choose to do that where you're spiritually fed. But that releases your faith into all that we're speaking over you this month. And so Beverly and I are here just to align you with yes. this month of Adar, bless you in this month, Decree that the heavens are opening over your life in this thin place on the month of Adar, that sweetness is coming to you through the tribe of Naphtali, that the constellation of supply is hanging over your head to release blessings from the hidden realm, that your identity will be reflected this month both spiritually and physically in well-being, that you will overturn worry through the release of supply. You will develop a war strategy and giants will not produce fear in you. You will... Break evil decrees set against you, and you will walk into faith, and roots of depression and despair will will cause you to be delivered from that, and this month will break you through into faith into a brand new realm. What the enemy has meant to stop you, defeat you, and to stop your forward progression just like in Purim, it'll turn on a dime, and what the Lord, what the enemy meant for evil, God will bring about for and your good. I, and I love this. It says, remove the cloak of heaviness for garments of praise. That's Psalm 30. And this is a time, once again, to be led forth with joy and to go out with peace. I think that if, if I could tell you what my greatest pursuit in my life is right now, it's for peace. I mean, and look, peace is like joy. It's, it's not an emotion. It's a choice. You can choose to remove yourself in your mindset because this is where it all takes place. If you just can embrace peace and bring it into your realm, you can live in peace. You can be surrounded. You can be led forth by joy and led out with peace in Jesus' name. This is the month to choose. I set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that you and your descendants may live blessed. And so we release the anointing 
for the month of Adar for us to step into this new cycles of blessings. And we say we see you somewhere in the future and things look a whole lot better than they do right now. That's right. And just like Esther, you were born for times such as this. Amen. Bless you. Thank you for tuning in today. And we'll see you again at this Freedom Podcast. Be blessed.